What's good, people? I'm your host, Big Rich, and welcome to the All About Duality podcast. Trust me, you're going to love it here. People are usually taught to believe that there's only one way of thinking. We're here to show that multiple thought processes can coexist at once peacefully. What's good, people? It's your host, Big Rich, and welcome to the All About Duality podcast. Trust me, you're going to love it here. I'm here with a few nearest and dearest of people to me. Um, my name is Alex. Oh, yeah. My name is Alex. <laughs> I'm Amir Sukram. I'm Eliza GK. Wickedness increased. Anyway, so we're here for all about duality. We're just going to jump right into things and uh, try to get this episode spicy and started. Um, space, guys. We're going to talk about space and hopefully jump into a few other things surrounding that. But the first question I have for you guys is, do you think space is real? And you're going to be like, what do you mean by real? <laughs> I was literally going to say, what do you mean by real? <laughs> so, there are some beliefs that what we're taught about, you know, say rockets going straight up and out and into space may or may not have occurred the way that, you know, the general public was taught. Either it didn't happen at all and it happened in studios and, you know, like, like the secret recordings. Was fake. Yeah, yeah, but I then, mean, like, what do you mean by like? Okay, so they're studying space, right? Allegedly. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just thing. trying to understand like the other perspective. So some people think that, okay, for example, some people think that the Earth is flat, right? And that we have a dome surrounding us, and you cannot penetrate that dome. Like the Simpsons movie. It, essentially, just like that, <laughs> but in real life, okay. there's other avenues where. People think that water is above us, for example, and it's a different blockage for you to not still be able to get out. So water is above, water is below. That's why we don't know anything about what's below us. Apparently, we don't know anything about what's above us. There's just a whole bunch of different perspectives. So (laughs) I'll keep it as simple as possible. Do you guys think space is real? And then we'll jump into some other things from there. Well, um, I would have to say that even in those cases, what's on the other side of the water in the sky, right? Like, right. And eventually, when you penetrate through all of whatever that is, what do you have, right? And if we're thinking about what it is space, what we think it is, all we really have to, to, to work on are basically all the things that, uh, that we're led to believe through images and videos and accounts of scientists and professionals and people and... Yeah, and, and I mean, if you know, if if anybody who knows somebody who's in that kind of industry can kind of, like, decide whether they want to go for what that person's vouching for, right? But uh, but aside from aside from that, like, none of us know from a perspective or experience, but I think it definitely, it definitely makes sense that there's a, some kind of vacuous space out there, and yeah. there's a lot of things that we can see through a telescope close pretty close up that kind of give us reason to believe that yeah amir what about you i mean i don't think i ever considered the side that space isn't real before so i'm like a little mind blown (laughs) (laughs) this is why i wasn't sure like i was like i don't have much to talk about in space and now i'm like whoa that's crazy the idea that like water is The reality, yeah, above because like sky is so blue, it just like for me it does make sense, (laughs) and so now I'm kind of baffled. Yes, I'm like, wait, how can I conceptualize all of this now in my brain? So think about it. Like, was the moon landing real? Like, do you believe that man has actually landed on the moon? Do you think those videos are real? Do you think they're produced in the studio? Can you see the strings? Like, what's your I perspective? I mean, I definitely there? think man could land on the moon. It doesn't mean that like what we saw was real. Got you. I I have believed that up until this point. Maybe <laughs> now you're flipping my reality. I'm trying to. I'm gonna flip it a little bit more. Do you believe that people are within Earth's? I guess. Um, atmosphere like in the space that like centered or station the space station do you think that that's real do you think that we're really just floating around up earth doing all kinds of weird missions are we floating around earth yeah like so in terms of like 
we're walking around that's the idea of floating around earth is that what you mean by that no 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 like literally like you know we have a space oh, station that's supposed okay. to be like, like just outside around. of oh, yeah okay. do you think that that's real do you think that that's production what's your perspective on now that? i'm so confused because when we were talking about this i was just like oh yeah like i want to talk about like solar flares and all these cool like space things that are going on now and now i'm like wait are any of those real all we know be... about space is yeah what we've been shown like, i think none of yeah. us have been to space so you can't you I just gotta be, believe it or not. It'd be more amazing if somebody made all that stuff up and, and created these graphics back in the 70s to make it look real. Like, right? That's impressive photoshopping. Like, I'm telling you. I'm telling hey, you. George Lucas did it. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars looks pretty real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they no. could have, you know, faked the moon landing. They could have just filmed it because it was, you know, the rush to get to the moon who was mm-hmm. going to get there. So it's easier to fake a video than it is to go to the moon i guess yeah there's definitely motive and there's some yeah. good uh good kind of arguments towards it for people who break it down yeah but regardless of whether that moon landing was fake and it makes sense if it's because it was a, a space race right yeah. um there's a likelihood that we've all already we've done something like that since then or we've shot rockets around oh, the yeah. moon and all this kind of mm-hmm. crazy stuff and we have people up there and stuff like that and but again like it's really just taking someone else's word for it, right? Speaking of taking somebody's word for it, are we at all acknowledging flat earthers, guys? <laughs> What's our perspective here? Oblong, maybe, if not even flat? Or is it just straight up, we're a giant floating ball? Where are we at with it, guys? You guys are making me think that, like, science is more real in my mind than I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> Some deep realizations are occurring right now for you. I like this. I like this. So if the if the Earth is flat, is it still in space? <laughs> mm. I guess so. So like the... I'm, what do they say? So if they say the globe is protected, that, that dome, mm. maybe that's what's helping protect us as we shoot along this humongous galaxy hmm. so in that case does that mean that gravity doesn't exist because according to gravity existing the world would be shaped into a, a ball because it's all collapsing in on itself see now that we're gonna have to get one of them to let us know in the comments <laughs> how does that work because i don't know <laughs> i have no idea Liza, well, what do you think really I've heard a lot of crazy different theories. Like some people say the Earth is a donut. <laughs> so Wait, I, what's the theory that the Earth would be like a donut? Like, why would there be a hole in it? So there's a giant hole at the top of like where Antarctica is, and apparently there's a whole other civilization that lives within. Within. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's wild. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. So there's like so a story knows? of like this pilot who like flew over like Antarctica, like. 19 whatever years ago and um he said that he saw the opening he wrote all these notes in his journal while he was doing it he came back when he was debriefed he let the government know about it and they were like no we gotta like declassify this you can't tell anybody keep it under wraps somebody allegedly found his journals not too long ago started putting it out so all his journals are basically saying yeah there's like this humongous hole in the earth he saw like the equivalent of what uh, Woolly Mammoth was, and then like further flying in, he saw like a futuristic city, allegedly, obviously, right? So yeah, people believe that there's a whole inner Earth. There's there's others apparently amongst us or below Cur- us. Curious uh, part of that is also um, that every co- most major countries in the world have some military presence on the border of Antarctica, and you cannot they, you you'll yeah. be stopped if you try to venture through there. So. That's right. So that's another scary thing. We're not allowed to travel over to Antarctica by like just buying a plane ticket and going. No planes fly over. Either. And there's only like one place you can go to to visit, and it's like chartered, very specific where you stay. You can't explore. So, kind of makes you wonder what is really going on over there, right? That's wild. (laughs) (laughs) And then my other thing is, like, we call it a donut. Would it really be a donut or would it be just a sphere with a hole in it? Yeah, you know, it would be a sphere with a hole in it. Okay, okay. Donut (laughs) might be a tall donut. Yeah, Yeah, a very tall donut. That'd be a doughy donut. (laughs) I feel like donut's an easy way to make people just generally 
grasp yeah. what it is. Bank of the circle, yeah. yeah. Or the hole, yeah. It's pretty much that, yeah. Um, so, okay. I think we basically think that flat Earth is nonsense. Um, there's a possibility of there being a hole in Antarctica. And there's a whole other civilization underneath us. Maybe we're not supposed to link up yet. That's why they keep trying to keep us away from them. Who knows? Maybe they see us as the cancer. Maybe we're amazing and they're hiding us away from our greatness. I'm just like, Who maybe, knows? maybe they're anonymous. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> Ahead of the game. Ahead, Ahead of, of the game. game. Anyway, um, I have another uh, question for you guys regarding space. Black holes. So we've been taught about them from forever. I guess the unanimous thing would be that we don't know what's on the other side. So, guys, what's on the other side of the black hole? So, like, what a black hole is, is, is like, basically just us, an area in time-space where gravity is so strong that not, even, not in any light can get out of it, right. right? And, like, it's like when... When some like stars collapse, then the pressure forms this black hole, and then other things get get basically sucked in. If there's some kind of star or something passing by, it gets like ripped into sh- like streaks and stuff, and yep. pulled into it, and yep. and then like so it's just a completely a, a space where no, nothing can kind of escape, or no light can escape, or anything like that. So so if there is no light, that means there's no time. Yeah, and I mean, does it does it does it lead? Do, do they lead somewhere? Some people think that maybe they are like a wormhole, wormhole. or something like Into that. Into other dimensions and things like that. Yeah. Or is it just like a planet where it's just so strong gravity that you could like, if you were Goku, you could go there and train to be even stronger. <laughs> That's true, now. hyperbolic chamber type of thing. Yeah, I like that. I like, I like the idea. way that um, Interstellar, if you guys have seen that movie, how yeah. they oh, portrayed the black hole. But yeah, you should check it out. It's a okay. How did they portray the black hole? I guess it was like I don't want to say time travel because there's like time. I don't know if you think it's linear or if everything's happening all at once, just at different like everything's happening. You can access the same different times. Oh, at that, any yeah. moment. At any right. moment. So. Yeah, so like past, present, future, future. is just all like together. Happening. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I love how we all agree that we understand that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Going on to the next one here. Very, I guess not not as serious as the other ones, but um, aliens, guys. How, how is this not as serious? <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> Well, Based on where we've traveled so far, I feel like everybody's gonna kind of come to the same consistency here, but or consensus. But um, do aliens exist, guys? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All across the board. Uh, yeah. All right, bet. So then let's just make this short and sweet here. <laughs> if they do exist, to what extent do you think are they here amongst us, with us on Earth, walking, shape shifting? Are they only visiting through the little sightings that we're getting? Talk to me, guys. I think they were here before us. Ooh. I agree. Or maybe there's some people that say, like, the you know how there's all the missing links in humanity? Some people say, like, aliens mixed with humans, which, like, helped our evolution, mm-hmm. help us, like, evolve and grow. So aliens could have been the missing link that came down and, you know. Well, there's also the theory that life came from bacteria that was on an asteroid that came down to the Earth, right? So... Mm-hmm. There's that aspect of it. Like, what if, what if, like, when you're talking about aliens, are you just talking about walking, talking, uh, telekinesis, uh, like a alien abduction aliens, or are you also talking about like other kind of other kind of levels of life form, like small single cell organisms or different things like that? Because there's no way that I mean we've observed some some things like that come like for sure i mean i don't know but maybe and and then yeah so like what's the definition of alien then anything that comes from extraterrestrial that has life right biology but but that would mean space exists (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well what i'm thinking of is that sinkhole in china right like how there's new organisms and new animals in it do we call those aliens or they came from our earth's so they're not alien. If they're from our Earth, they're just yes. new to us, yeah. so not necessarily yeah. alien. That's my perspective anyway. Okay. If they can't identify it, it's 
probably something close to the alien. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. And then, like, is there... It, like, the fun part is the level of, like, are there aliens that are as or more intelligent than us? Right, right. right. And, I mean, what about UFOs being observed? There's a lot of stuff about... UFOs being acknowledged by like a lot former of US Air Force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that's interesting stuff. Like that was like public announcements that were like basically uh muted by the turn of events in the past few years and all the drama popping off with everything else. But uh, <laughs> that's pretty pretty big stuff there when some like really high profile people who haven't been like shut down by the government say come out and say there's extraterrestrial life out there and we've made contact with them <laughs> and uh yeah all the pentagon released all those documents that people could just google and read themselves so if you got to believe it or not but mm. it's just the yeah they're admitting it now so mm-hmm. and i've read recently they said um there's more information that they don't want to tell the public because it would cause like a huge public scare mm-hmm. so i think they know a lot that they're not sharing with us. So I think in a couple of years, there might be some big events happening. Mm-hmm. I always think about how in Stranger Things, have you guys all seen it? <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert for Stranger Things. Go ahead, 30 seconds if you haven't seen it. But um, season two. So they talk about how to share something with the public. Like they give the example of like vodka and water and how you have to put the water in to water down the information before it reaches the public. Mm -hmm. And I always think about that with like controversial news or things that like they don't want us to know kind of thing is like how they water it down to a point where we can understand it. Because if something just like completely random happened, we wouldn't believe it. We need to be like eased into it. So I always think about that scene of Stranger Things because I feel like they are really on to something with that. That was a direct message. <laughs> <laughs> direct message. They knew what they were doing. They knew exactly what they were doing there. Yeah. Well, the, you know, like, when you think about it, like, the role of the government isn't to just tell us everything they know. It's to to communicate something in a way to evoke the response that they need to get from the people, yeah. right? So. Mm-hmm. That's 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 the role there. So it's like what to what level does it serve the interests of the government and and kind of like what they're trying to do with this to tell everybody about it, right? Yeah. If there's no benefit, it's it's gonna no matter what it could be the best news, it could be like we make contacts with aliens, they're cool, they're giving us technology, it's great, right? People would freak, Still freak out, out. Yeah, right? Absolutely. And, yeah. So, or they could be like, yeah, there's aliens. We're not telling you anything about it. People have the same reaction, even though it could be that they're planning to destroy us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's me who's like, uh, as a kid, I was really afraid of ET, so I never watched it. And I was really <laughs> afraid of aliens. If the, if the fact that like I saw, had to see like a picture of an alien, I would probably freak out, even if I understood on some intellectual level that they should be real. I bet you the only way that aliens would actually come to Earth and, and uh, like, show themselves to us would be if somebody made the wish that racism didn't exist anymore. (laughs) 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 They would come because it would be a whole set of new television films. It's a whole new season of life right there. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, guys, I think that's uh, our cue to recess. See you on the other side. (laughs) And we're back. (laughs) I don't know where that came from. Anyway, guys, let's jump back right into this. I was like, waste no more time. Speaking of time, quick question for all of you guys. Is time linear? Can throw that little alley oop up there. Who's catching the first dunk? Let me know. Uh, well, what's the what's the other option? Is time linear or is it cyclical? Because there's the Buddhist thought that time is cyclical. We're gonna add that one into the bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, and if it is linear, what is the implication of it being 
linear, right? Does that mean that time goes from A to B and it never experiences it again? And if it's cyclical, does that mean that things that have happened to certain people are going to happen again to those people at the same age? Is is time going, is it a groundhog day of like a few millennia or something like that? <laughs> Valid question. What do you think? Uh, I think if it's if it's cyclical, it's not in, probably not in that in that kind of repetitive repetitive way, but more of a more of like patterns that that happen and cycles of destruction and rebirth and whatnot. So not necessarily the same people being born in the same times and like we go through the like medieval ages and uh and like cowboy times and all that kind of thing all yeah. over again but yeah okay Man. so i agree with that time is cyclical i think in terms of my memories i do understand them linearly you know like i do see time that way in my memory yeah and that's just the way that i perceive and conceptualize reality right but in terms of cyclical, I do believe, like, okay, we do live out those different timelines, like you said, um, different lives, and they don't happen all at the same time. But then I also believe in cyclical in a shorter span, maybe not a day. But I do <clears throat> believe that, like, you know, there's, like, the spiral we live through, and we do go over the same events again and again in our lives to see like how we've grown and evolved and that goes with the karmic cycle of like the lifetimes that are different right but i do believe it happens within our lifetime as well yeah i agree with that to a point you know we do go through like the same events well, not like the same but similar yeah. events over and over and over again it's just we just react and learn and yeah treat them differently but I don't know. Is time even real? That's the. <laughs> so that was going to be the, the next, next question. question. That's the. <laughs> is time real or is time man-made? What do you guys think? Time is man. Well, man-made. Time is happening, but the way we perceive it, the way we like the twenty-four hour, we made that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just well, to understand it better. Yeah. Well, I think that's maybe actually the 24-hour clock would be more of an observation of this of the cyclical nature of time because we're saying okay well in this amount of time the whole day the whole day night cycle repeats itself so that could be this cyclical time kind of thing tying into that as well and some days are longer than others and Mm -hmm. each day isn't exactly 24 hours Mm -hmm. which is why we have leap years so Mm -hmm. I think also, like, not only do we, like, repeat that 24 hours and we go through that cycle of, like, sleep or whatever, but we also have hormones that go through that cycle in that 24-hour period. <laughs> Things that are released in our bodies and our transmitters are released so that we can function in a day-to-day basis. There are many different ways to think about time. Well, what about our perception of time? So, like... Uh, so like our idea of time is like past, present and future, but the, the past is just our, uh, it's basically just our memories, right? It's just, it, and the future is just something that we made up based on our memories. And the only thing that actually exists is the present, present. moment. So time is just this present moment that's ever changing. And because of our imagination, which is, creates our, our past and present, we don't we don't remember things exactly as they happen. We every time we tell ourselves the story of something that happened, we're changing things a little bit. And every time we tell ourselves that story, we don't remember the story. We remember what we remember from the story. Right. So we're constantly changing our recollection of this. So it's really is time just our imagination and what we remember and what we uh, fantasize about, right? Whether it's a a terrifying fantasy of something fearful that might happen that we're obsessed with or something that we want to achieve or something like that. Or a reoccurring dream, which we will get into later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to drop you guys a little bit of knowledge mm-hmm. or facts, if you will, and then... Are they facts? Are they your truth <laughs> or are they a truth, like a universal truth? They are the media's version of the truth. I will mm-hmm. leave it at that. So apparently scientists have claimed that as of June 29th, 2022, 
The Earth spun faster than normal, making it the shortest day recorded since the 1960s. So Earth spun faster at about 1.59 milliseconds, less than 24 hours. Okay, so knowing all that information and all that science and whatnot, do you think that the dream world is connected to this world, guys? Faha is going to say what was happening in the 60s that is the same cycle of what's happening now. Ooh. Bars. I see what you're doing right now. <laughs> I see what you're doing right now. And that is very, very possible. But anyway, guys, what do you think? Dream world connected to our world here? People, I've heard that crazy? in your dreams, it's just you're viewing your other lives in mm-hmm. other universes. So Multiverses. there might be a connection mm-hmm. between like because you're like the dream realm, the dream state, you're sort of like an out-of-body experience, I guess. For some people, that's how they would describe it, seeing, you know, their other lives, their other universes. So I think there might be a connection there. Yeah. Well, you know, they say we have like mm, seven or eight dreams. If we have seven or eight dreams in a night, we don't remember them each individually, we remember them all mishmashed into one. So that's why there's so many things in our dreams that make no sense at all. Like, yeah, this happened and that happened. And I don't know why you were there, but you were there. And you were, from this point on, really important to the plot of my dream. <laughs> so like, like we remember things differently than they actually happen in the dreams. But I mean, the from what we know about or what we understand about the brain science of, of dreaming is psychologically when we're when we're sleeping when we're in the dream state but when we go even deeper than the dream state that's when our psychology starts unpacking everything right and then we sort through a lot of stuff so if we don't get that deep enough sleep you don't act you actually suffer uh from not being able to process everything because it's too much to process with your conscious mind so if you go deep into these states and maybe you remember some of those things as dreams as well but in that respect it's directly connected to this world because everything that we experience in a dream is related to some emotional experience that we've had in real life. Mm -hmm. So that could even be looking at a situation in an abstract form, but in a way that lets you look at the situation in a completely different way and and solve some problem that you couldn't do if you looked at it logically and reasonably. But you wake up in the morning and you Mm -hmm. feel different about something you were bothered with the night before. So I can take that as a yes, that you believe <laughs> that they are connected? Yeah, yes, got yeah. you. Okay. Amir, what do you think? I mean, I think there are many different theories on dreaming that we will get into in a later episode. But my question to you, Alex, is, okay, so do you believe or do you ever have dreams that are not from your perspective? Um, do you mean like dreams where I'm, I'm the camera? Like th- first person or third person? Yeah, yeah, or even where you're not in your dream. Yeah, like I'm I'm the camera and I'm not I'm not I'm not me, uh, but I'm watching an event happen. Like mm. I'm I'm the camera of the TV show and there's no cameraman behind the camera. It's just the perspective. So I've had that where I'm not involved in the dream, but I'm seeing the things happen. Mm. Okay, so that's very interesting. Like with the perspective of like. And I guess, I guess it does make sense because if this is like a multiverse we're living out, like our dreams are connected to reality, it does make sense that sometimes we are just the observer of something happening, right? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever been the observer. I've always just seen it like third person, like things just happening to me. Like I see, I don't know how to explain it. It's like if I'm watching from above right. and I see things happening to me. So I've never just seen it from my point of view. I've just seen it from above. Oh, you don't see first person in your dreams? No. Interesting. I have seen from above. I've not been in my dream. And I've been the main character. So I feel like I've had all. And that is hard to explain in the fact that like our dreams are connected to our reality. Because then... like Maybe the thought here is that it's not connected to our personal realities. But it's connected to who we are. Our souls. Whatever you want to call it. You are like, the final dream boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, go ahead. If I was the final dream boss, I'd just be the hand from Super Yes. I was just about to say, like, that's really interesting. Like, because I, like, if this was a dream, I wouldn't be seeing you guys like this. I would be seeing me, like, up there looking down at me looking at all of us. See, I've never had a dream from that perspective. I've never had it from the point of view perspective, so that's... Never. I can't remember one example. That's, that's wild. So you see yourself. Yeah. 
That's very unique because yeah. I usually get the point of view. Yeah. Can you control the camera and move around like in a game? Or are you just stuck in watching it, watching that perspective? I think, yeah, sometimes it like moves around and like I see the different angles and stuff. And, yeah, okay, that's so weird. I've never really thought about the it. The question before, is, like, can that. you control it though? The camera? Yeah. Or does it just happen? I don't think so. Happen? I think it just happens. And okay, just so it's observing. not like a lucid dream. No. Right. And it's a proper camera, it's not like clipping in the wall. <laughs> 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 so does this, does this go with like the the hardworking Elisa that we heard about? Is just like the hardworking camera angle of your dreams? <laughs> maybe, maybe that ties into it. It's weird. I've never thought about that before. Because I didn't even. I thought everyone just saw themselves like third person in their dreams. I never asked anyone about that before. This is why we are going to talk about dreams in another episode, because we all actually dream differently. But throwing it back to Big Rich now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, it's going to get into another perspective surrounding time, if you will. So pretty much when you're a kid, time seems to be unlimited. It's there's never a rush. You have all the time in the world to do stuff. Obviously, you're rushed by your parents, but you got all the time in the world, basically. Right. When you get older, time seems to escape you. It seems to go by quicker. So the question is, do we experience time faster or speeding up as we get older? I think it's just when we're kids, we have less, I wouldn't say less on our minds, but we're more free. We're more just like living life. We're not worried about responsibilities or like paying bills or making money or going to work. But when you have, when you're older and you're just thinking about all these other stuff, it's like, I have to get all this done today. I have to do all of this today. So it seems like you don't have enough time because you're doing more than you were when you were a kid. So you think responsibility creates a cloak of time going by faster almost? I think so. Because when I'm, like the last time, last couple of times I was on vacation, it felt like one of the longest weeks ever because okay. I was just chilling. I wasn't working. I wasn't doing anything. I was just relaxing. I'd look at the time and be like, how has it only been like 30 minutes? It's, I felt mm-hmm. like I've been on this beach for hours. Hours, yeah. 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 Hmm. Alex, Um Well, I actually think that I have a theory that when we're kids, we have less of a concept. Like we only know like you're a year old. You've only experienced a year of life. So your concept of a day is relative to how much time you've spent on the world so that when you're five or six it's it's still really slow so they're always complaining that they're bored and everything like that and and i remember just a couple hours taking a long time to go by and i remember parents saying oh time flies by when you're having fun and i was just thinking like this day has gone by forever (laughs) right And, and then when you get older i start to notice that time feels like it's a little bit a little bit a little bit quicker like even day times when i don't have anything to do i still feel like too much time has passed by for the time of the time i've spent doing this like yeah i feel like things kind of speed by a little bit and i i'm i don't know i mean that's kind of a little bit of what i've experienced but when i'm like 70 i'll probably be able to speak a little more on that <laughs> got you with that said we're going to recess ding 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 Welcome back to All About Duality, the podcast where... No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, guys, let's get back into this real quick. Um, Just to recap where we were a little bit earlier, the question essentially is, do we experience time speeding up as we get older, or is it perceived that way based on responsibility that is added to you as you grow older in age? All right, so I definitely agree with Alex and the responsibility thing. However, I will throw in another added aspect to this. So... When we're children, we are learning everything, right? For the first time. It's new and it's exciting. And I feel like when we are excited and engaging in new things, like time almost slows a bit so we could be in that moment. But when we're older, it's like, oh, we've already perceived this before. We don't have to think about it as much. We already have our preconceived notions about it. We don't have to experience it in the same way we used to. And that speeds up the process of 
just being in reality and life and stuff. So that's my perspective. Yeah. yeah. I like that one. That's real. You know, actually, come to think, I was going to be like, no, but actually, <laughs> come to think of it, when I'm, I was going to be like, yeah, no, I'm excited about everything. It's, you know, <laughs> but it's, uh, I, I, I do notice that when I'm training, uh, skill like vaulting over and I'm trying to get something I'll sit there and do it especially if I'm filming it I'll sit there and do it for like 90 minutes over and over and over and over and over and it just goes by so fast because I'm Mm. I'm just I'm mentally focused on what I'm doing and it's funny because my moment to moment is is actually slowing down time because Mm -hmm. or slowing down my perception because I'm trying to be focused on each moment of it so I can coordinate all the things that I have to do if I'm trying to make a jump that's too far for me then I've got to I've got to put my I've got to put my attention into everything that I have to do when I take off when I'm in the air and when I land and my breathing and all these other things and remind myself that after I take off to not to not stop thinking about what I'm doing and let autopilot kick in and screw up the landing, right? So, yeah, yeah. So I do notice time, uh, t- the the slowing down of time during that those those moments where I'm doing something novel and putting a lot of co- focus and attention into it. But maybe it is we're so interested and so focused on what we're doing when we're kids and when we're adults, we're so much more distracted. Mm-hmm. So maybe being distracted from the moment is what speeds everything up very interesting perspective that is duality it is slow in the moment but goes by fast (laughs) all about duality (laughs) (laughs) Liza perspective anything Eh, no pretty much uh, yeah just what I said before with uh, I think when you're younger you're just less responsibilities less things to worry about but I also think like I notice with the older people they do mention like death a lot more so I think when you get older you realize like yeah my time is getting closer than it was when I was a kid and there's all this stuff I have to do maybe like if there's all this stuff you want to accomplish or things you personal things you want to do with your life like oh yeah I'm running out of time gotta get it done you're more aware of the time that's passing but when you're a kid you're just living life in the moment more I guess this is also totally a perception thing because Everyone thinks they're going to live so long. Like, it's different for every person. Some people are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be out of here early, so I'm going to live this way. Versus, like, somebody who's like, I'm going to live forever, and they live a different way. For me, it's like, I don't know. I could die tomorrow, so today i got to do everything that I can. (laughs) Like, i got to get as much done. Because, like, yeah, there's a lot of personal things I want to do, like, with my own art and music. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, if I'm not working on that, then, like, what am I doing? with my time you know so I try to get as much done as I can in the shortest amount of time as possible because I know tomorrow's not tomorrow's not given tomorrow's not promised so Mm -hmm. you got to get what you got to get done it's kind of ironic how we speed up our our perception of time when we become more aware of our mortality and how short of time we actually have left and what we want to do and all these kind of things when when like I wonder if that has to be tied to productivity, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because if we've got so many things to do, maybe if we're focusing on the current thing that we're doing, then we can benefit from ha- like being in the present and having time be a little bit slower, uh, but not necessarily meaning like um, achieving that by not doing anything or accomplishing anything in life, right? Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's a, a direct correlation between that kind of um, ambition and time going by fast, and, or if we can do one of those things without it necessarily being connected to the other. If time is man-made, then that is definitely the case by design. <laughs> That's my opinion. Capitalism. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, guys. So jump into the next question real quick simulation are we living in one are we just bigger versions of the sims sitting in an avatar what are we doing right now guys i think it's a possibility i think well because this is the way i see it the technology has advanced so much in such a short amount of time like if you look at video games from pong to what we have now that happens so quick 
So imagine 20, 30 years from now, the PS10 or whatever, <laughs> PS whatever you want to call it. We already have virtual reality video games, and right now they're working on um, this type of video game where you don't have to actually like hold the controller. It's just the whole your whole living room will become the environment of the game. So you're just actually like immersed in the game. So I think like as technology advances, uh, these games will become so indistinguishable from life that it'll seem like we are the Sims, you know? So I think like if that's the possibility, it's probably already happened. And if that has already happened, then we're the Sims in the video game right now. So if you're in your living room, is your mind the controller? Everything's the controller. I'm, you're just you're no, so close like, to it. Okay, okay, so like whatever you think, like if you're like, oh, I think this is going to happen, is it going to happen in the game? Or yeah, they're, they're already trying to connect it to, uh, I forget what the game was, but yeah. They feel like after virtual reality, the next thing is connecting it directly into your brain. And then is it like the Matrix where we're trapped in it? Or is it a game and part of the game is that you don't remember everything, anything from outside of the game? Ooh. I think, yeah, the Matrix, that Matrix theory might be the way it's... Mm. But if that's the way it's going, that means it's already like that right now, right? Mm. right we're living that life right now. If somebody is playing like a game for 14 hours a day or more... Versus them playing in that virtual reality for 14 hours a day or more. Are they the same simulation? Or maybe a simulation of a simulation. <laughs> a different stimulation that you're getting from the simulation. That is true. Yeah. Speaking of which, guys, how do you guys feel about the stimulation that you gain from the actual simulation of your cell phone that we are so attached to in this day and age? Do you think that it's actually doing something positive for us? Are we slaves to this device already? Have we already been chipped? Well, it is, it is empowering in a way because we can reach out to other people through these networks, but it's also eroded our real-life personal networks as well because uh, a lot of our relationships, we're satisfied with just maintaining them on that digital level. Mm-hmm. But also in the idea of us of our mind being in a simulation if you think about your awareness when you're scrolling through instagram or watching a string of youtube videos or something like that you're you're not in your sitting in your room your mind is in that in that video or in that scroll of mm-hmm. of watching different random things so you're actually in it's not a simulation but you're in it uh, and your mind is in it and when you get addicted to it you're pulling out your phone every two minutes checking something checking this and that and you're dis- every time you do that you're disconnecting from your from your environment so it's it's like it's like plug like it's almost like plugging into the matrix but in a way that we're so addicted that we do it voluntarily like because we're so addicted to this this world and then that escape yeah. from so is your reality world. in the simulation of your phone, or is it in the environment you're in? Well, uh, in this in this concept, if you're taking in the idea that we're if you're taking in the idea that we're in a simulation, it's it's both. But then it becomes mm-hmm. ridiculous, like the Ricky Morty episode, where like you're in a simulation, in a simulation, <laughs> <laughs> and and then it's like, and then we put on the VR helmet, and and we're in the VR helmet, and then. And then in the VR game, you put on another VR helmet, and then and then you get into this mirror of. But that, that's a possibility because in video games, your video game character can play video games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like as a side mission or whatever. So. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. yeah. There's levels to it. <laughs> that's like the polar opposite of breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, because, uh, well, Amara plays Sims. I don't really play Sims. But if you think about it like that, like, we could all just be Sims right now in some video game that some other person is playing. How do we know, like, this is actually happening? This is actually real life. It could just be a simulation of some advanced game. And then the question I have is, like, okay, if you play The Sims, are you your individual Sim? Or is, like, there a god or universe controlling all of us as Sims, right? But why does it have to be, like, a god? It could just be a person. It could just this be a person. It could just be some life simulator game. 
Yeah, but I guess the reason why I say God is because it has to be like an entity that can control that many people at once. Is it is that it? hard to control? Because it's just a couple clicks on your computer. But to control every individual, though, okay, so if you're playing one sim and you leave them to be, technically the other sims have free will. So is some of our life free will and some of it controlled? Well, you're not, you're, you don't have that much control over the person in the sims, right? In, in the game, you can direct them, which begs the question is like us being the sim character, are we being directed without knowing it? And, and we're still making our free will decisions, but things are coming in front of us for a deliberate reason, but then The Sims easily gets into a religious topic <laughs> and the idea of free will. Because, <laughs> yeah, like, if you think about, like, if it's just such an advanced game, why would it be so hard for them to control millions of people? I mean, that's if the equivalent... The technology we have now, you can... This is the equivalent of, like, Sims, Sims versus SimCity, right? In mm -hmm. SimCity, you're controlling that population, and, like, you're more controlling, like, the natural disasters, where buildings are built, like, roads, all of that, those things, traffic accidents, all those things, right? That's the bigger picture. And then there's the individual level of Sims, where you're controlling, like, one Sim and everything they do. And it's actually really hard to control, like, multiple Sims at once, because while one Sim's doing one thing, you want the other to do another thing, and then... You have to switch back and forth. So that's why it's like, I would think a god entity or like some superhuman. Because like, I don't have that much concentration to control that many sims. Well, I mean, the, the detail could be how you're how you're manipulating a large group of people so if you're if you're sim city the god of sim city and and you're just like okay well i want to build this here and do that right you say i want to build this here and you click on it um really what you're doing is you're putting the inspiration into the business people who fund the project the architects and all the construction workers who take on the job and yep. and, right. and all the people who are in charge of making all the like the shipping all of the building products in and everything mm -hmm. like that yeah. and then they go but it's and all you do is say uh, i want this there and and everybody who's involved in it thinks it's their idea mm -hmm. but they're getting the idea from this external source right so what you're saying is there are levels yes <laughs> duality <laughs> multiple dualities <laughs> love it love it all right guys um Anything else to say uh, on the simulation? Yeah. Alex, you keep going. Well, well, one interesting thing is the 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 direction that Meta is going with with the whole thing, right? Yeah. And so, you what the, what what they're thinking? One thing that they're thinking about is you have this virtual world that you're living that you're in, and in that in your little virtual apartment, you've got all these super nice things. So the idea is, if you think about it, like 15 years from now, you live in some dumpy disgusting place that's filthy and full of cockroaches but you put your headset on and you're in a nice you're little condo yeah <laughs> so it's it's uh yeah, it's they're like, selling real estate and everything freaky. on meta already like mm -hmm. they're people are already setting up their lives on there so yeah you but, can put like crypto art on there too yeah yeah i mean it's all it's all about like how many people are willing to invest in this fantasy Right. A lot. A lot are. Apparently Snoop Dogg holds a lot of very exclusive oh, yeah. real estate in the meta already. So, yeah, it's There's a lot to think about here because, like, in the metaverse... Well, okay, I... Does anyone know anyone in the metaverse yet? No. 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 So I know one person in the metaverse who explores the metaverse, who's been going to, like, classes in the metaverse and everything, and they've been telling me about it, and it's very interesting. That's why I know you can have, like, crypto art and stuff in there. But my question is, is, like... You know, there we think like the, the younger generation will be in the metaverse. That's what they'll grow up with. But I do think a lot of people in our generations in general are realizing the merit in being in the real world over being online. So like how much do we think we will actually move to the metaverse versus just like wanting to be in our environment, as you put it? Yeah. Yeah. And how, how much has that uh kind of uh, is like technology this kind of technology and all these kind of things are very new to us as like on a on a larger scale so like we're super excited about it so we're in it really hard but who's to say that 
in a generation or two, people are just they're just they're just not that they're not that into it the way they were before. It's got a place and people are moderate with it, but it's not like that's all you do kind of thing. So uh, I I I don't know. I think it's it's it might be connect because if you're if you're like okay, well I want to get I want to experience some nice things, but I don't want to spend that much money. Then maybe oh well I get this VR program, then I can be doing this or whatever or. I can have AR in my house and then instead of painting my walls, I can change the color every day or something like that. So there is all kinds of interesting integrations of how that goes in there. And then where does that lead to? And then it goes back to your question is if, if that's where it leads to, uh, then how, what, what's to say that we haven't created it to that level already. Right. Yeah. We might just be, yeah, it might just be created already. We might just be some advanced Sims. We just, <laughs> you never know, because I don't know. Have you heard of the Mandela effect, anyone? Yep. Yep, there's just examples of things happening throughout the world that just seems like it is a simulation. People experiencing different things, people having different memories of different things. It's just mm-hmm. a lot of weird things happening that's just, how do you explain it except... It's not real. It's mm. just a glitch in some code that we're living in. So I don't know. It's freaky. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go off what you said, Alex. Are we excited about the metaverse? Nope. No. <laughs> Personally, me, no. I don't think I'll get into it, but. Right? I feel like we all can share that perspective, which is interesting. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. What's the duel? Uh, being excited about the metaverse? I don't know if I have anything to say on that. Yeah, not much to be excited about, but I will definitely be trying to stay aware of what's going on over there, at least for the most part, but not excited for it in any bit. I guess the side that I've heard of being excited about it is that you can be whatever identity you want to be. So if you wanted to be an alien or like look like a alien, alien. whatever, you could be that. But you do that in any video game. Yeah. That's true. But I guess it's more you. You can make your characters be your total likeness if you want. <laughs> Good character creation. Hey, in Sims, you can be an alien. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but can I beat colonialism in the metaverse? Mm. I'm saying too much. Is, is capitalism going to exist in the metaverse? Yes. Oh, of course it yeah. will. It already yeah, does. It already does. I've heard it's based you, on capitalism. I've heard you had to have like a certain amount of money to get the like Oculus Rift or whatever, whatever it's called, mm. the headset to be in the metaverse, and that makes the experience so much better. And I'm like, wow, it begins again. Tears of Elite. <laughs> it already exists. Ladies and gentlemen, that's this week's episode of All About Duality. We want to thank you for listening. We want to thank you very much for listening and tuning in. Please leave all the comments you can as possible. We want to engage and get to know you guys better as our audience. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about... <laughs> next week, we're going to be talking about relationships and therapy. So do tune in. I did say tune, not tune. So please tune in and uh, give us another shot. Thanks for listening in. Hope to see you next week in class. See you guys. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding.